You're listening to Literally, the podcast where you literally get a complete behind the scenes peek at a one-on-one business coaching relationship and the transformation that unfolds over the course of six months. I'm your host, Lacey Seitz, business mentor and success coach and the founder of A Lit Up Life. These are recordings of actual coaching sessions with one of my clients where you get to experience her journey right along with her and gain insight into building your own lit up life and the business that you desire. Hey guys, welcome to session three. So excited for y'all to dive in. Spicy Sabs is here for this session. Like we talked about last week, I feel like she's really stepping into that and it's, it's cool to hear throughout this. I think another thing that's really cool about this session is kind of getting to see how Sabrina really processes things and how we coach around that. Like it's going to be really useful to see some of that. And I'll definitely speak to that in some of the um, clip-ins that we do, but really pay attention to not only kind of what we're talking about, but how we're relating to each other, because I actually think that that's a really important part of this episode as well. So I hope you enjoy it. We do have a bit of a lag again. Hopefully our podcast editor was able to do her best to make that not as noticeable for you guys, but just wanted to make note of that. We're still kind of working on some of the tech things there. So if you hear a little bit of a lag, we're, we're sorry about that and we're working on it. So thank you guys for being here and I hope this episode serves you. All right, what's going on? I just had a chimichanga, so I'm feeling really happy. So this is going to be a great coaching session. 10 out of 10 and you made notes, which is like mind blowing. So I did make notes. The notes have actually been in base camp for like two weeks now. I'm surprised you didn't see them. Why do you not tag me in them? Because it's a to-do list. So I made a to-do list of next session questions. Oh shit. I know. And I've been like chunking through them and working my way. So feeling good. I'm so impressed. Yeah. Okay. So tell me how spicy Sabs is feeling. Feeling spicy. So I just as an update, um, I had a meeting with my OBM yesterday and we're really on track for everything. So we're getting to the point where we're starting to assign things to the team for January because we've done everything for the rest of the year, which is a really great thing to say in September. Hell yeah. And yeah, everything's just really rocking and rolling. And then back in June, I had made this giant list of like baby business planning items. And I was like, here's everything I want different in my business before I have a baby and not even pregnant yet, but also we're like halfway done with that list. I think we'll be completely finished with it in maybe about six weeks. So yeah, got to go get impregnated at this point because we're really ahead of schedule. Right. Cause you're ahead. Yeah. I mean, that's how you roll. Just make it happen sooner. Yeah. So <laughs> your face is like, Ugh. yeah, <laughs> I don't know. We hired a couple of new team members to help out with some of the projects, which was really great. And then also Paul stepped in to oversee Paul's my husband. Um, for anyone listening, Paul stepped in to oversee a lot of the tech projects that I wanted done and he's really thriving in that and he's overseeing all of that. And I think that's really helped because I have my domain, Paul has his domain, my OBM has her domain. So we're just really working super well right now and everything's great. Good. So good. And Paul feels okay about his role. Yeah. Yeah. No, he's, he's really happy to be helping out in the business because it's only his zone of genius stuff. Yeah, um, yeah, And he's not doing any implementing. He's just overseeing the people who are, because sometimes we'll get a question of like, how do you want this automation to 
look and my OB and I are like, uh, I don't know, but he knows the best way to do it. So just, it's completely separate and it's working really well. Okay, good. Yep. Is that like short-term project or is that like long-term situation? I think for the moment it's like short-term, like he just has specific projects he's overseeing. And so once those are finished, there's nothing really else ongoing for him to do. Like if there's something else that pops up, like I'm sure he'd be happy to manage it for me. But no, I don't think that there's any plan to make it a permanent long-term thing. I mean, Paul has his own business. Paul's going to make like 500K this year or something. So he doesn't really need to be doing my tech shit, but he's just helping me out. I think that's better for you guys too, to feel like there's always like ends in sight or it's just a project or whatever, instead of it feeling like almost like back to like, okay, now he's like in it all the time. Like, I think that that is not ideal for y'all setup. And so I feel like that's really helpful that it's like, he can do the thing in his zone of genius, but it's like, there's clear containers and ends, right? Yeah. Yeah, definitely. And also he's more so working with my OBM than me on that. She's the one giving me updates on what he's up to, which is really nice. Good. So it feels like good separation of church and state there. Yes. Necessary. So spicy sabs update. Hit me. Number two. Give me your list. I have a new email newsletter I'm going to release starting this week and it's called CEO Confessions. So I used to do CEO Confessions as like a video series. I like the branding for that. Yeah. Back in 2020. And then I just don't have the capacity or desire to do a video series right now. So we're taking that concept and branding and we're using that for an email newsletter. So the first one is going to go out this week and it's basically spicy shit. The what do you call them? The subject lines are pretty bitchy and I'm really happy about it. They're super bitchy. Yeah. They're like, people can afford it. They just don't want to pay you. You're probably a bad leader, like stuff like that. I hate my clients. Sometimes you ask dumb questions. And so like the idea is basically like, let's talk about an area where like people are fucking up on like the CEO level and like not make that wrong. Because like for the, one of the ones I'm going to send out is like, you're probably a bad leader. And that's because even if you had leadership training in corporate, someone else gave you that manual, like you had someone overseeing you, but when it's your own startup, like you're building that leadership container from scratch and most people don't know how to do that. So yeah, the subject lines are bitchy, but the content is not. It's spicy, but not bitchy. So I'm thriving there. Totally. And also it's like the stuff that you would actually say. Like, I think that that's what's important to think about is like, you would say you ask dumb questions or you would say that like in a satirical way in a nice way so I think it's like important for it to feel like like that's almost like the you that you've been like hiding a little bit and so getting to like bring her forward is so good yes I'm excited so I already wrote the first email so that will go out Friday and then I've mapped out the next month's worth I've actually mapped out through the end of the year but this week I'm gonna do the next month's worth so that's exciting and then podcasts were also we have our podcast episodes through the end of the year. So next month I'll start recording for 2023. So good. Which is fun as well. At some point I'm going to consider moving to twice a week episodes. Not yet, but I think eventually just because I want to have enough of a batch that I don't feel like I'm having to produce so many. Cause if I'm publishing eight to 10 a month, I would want to be recording at that point, at least 15 to 20 a month. So that I'm still always ahead and I can, you know, take a break or travel when I need to without feeling pressure there. Yeah, totally. And you'll get to see what the return is. Like even just being consistent with one a week, see what the return is on that time. And then it will 
you know, kind of indicate to you if you want to add another one. For sure. So that's feeling good. And then other update is I have changed my sales plan for the end of the year a little bit, but I think that you will like the reason why, which (laughs) is I decided to not do Rich Witch Mastermind and I decided not to do sold out sales so that instead I can focus on Millionaire Mastermind. I do like that. Yeah. So I think just focusing on that for the end of the year, plus then relaunching the accelerator is way more worth it to me because I mean, I could easily make another million just from millionaire before the end of the year, but from sold out sales, like I would maybe max make like 180, 210 or something or, and like rich, which I would make what, like 35. Yeah. I think that is good for you to, to get back into some of the course launches and having some of those smaller opportunities Mm -hmm. to work with you over time. But I think that because you haven't pushed millionaire in so long, that that's really like your big opportunity, so to speak. And then the other stuff can come underneath that. And so if you were giving up things or if you were giving up millionaire to launch other things, that stops making sense at a certain point. So I agree. I mean, I think Rich Witch Mastermind is a really, really cute idea and I loved it. But like, I also think that for the goal that you have, in terms of like, yeah, you know, financially and in terms of like even getting set up for baby, it just makes sense to feel a millionaire. Yeah. Rich Witch Mastermind, I think we'll bank that for 2023, but we do still yes. have a lot happening this year, mini programs wise. So Rich Witch is now going to be a free three-day masterclass series. And I've got that for October 11th through 13th. Then I've got Black Friday Bootcamp, November 1st through 3rd. We've got also like the actual Black Friday sale, holiday business bundle, sales planning workshop, vision board party. So all of that's before the end of the year. So I think there's plenty of other stuff. You just did Iconic. Just did Iconic. That went really well. So I don't feel like I need to add in sold out sales or Rich Witch Mastermind. All right. So what I want to share is really kind of the why behind Sabrina focusing on Millionaire Mastermind instead of some of the extra things that we had talked about. She obviously mentioned the income potential of those things, but I think even more than that, it's really knowing that you have your core programs full and that you focus on your core programs in a big way. I think that in our space right now, it's kind of so trendy to just make a million offers and put out a different thing all the time. And like, Obviously there's pieces of that that can be like really fun and delightful and exciting for your audience. But more so than that, what I think most of us want, what our audience wants too, is to have consistency in an offer that we truly believe in. We wanna have the consistency of the recurring revenue from that and knowing that our core offers are filled. And I think our audience wants to know that we're not just selling something that we like had an idea on a whim of that we're kind of like half delivering while we sell the next thing. They want to know that we're really focused in on making this the absolute best experience possible for them. And I think that that's exactly what Serena's bringing to the Millionaire Mastermind. And so her really dedicating the attention to selling that I think is super important here. And so just know that even if it kind of seems like the sexy, shiny thing to be selling all the things right now, sometimes doubling down on what you already have and what's already working really well is actually the thing that's going to make the biggest long-term difference, both in terms of your business results, in terms of happy customers, and in terms of the money you have in the bank account. You know what I love? What? I love that these are recorded now. Why? Because when you when you try to add it back in in two weeks, I can be like, 
listen to your own voice telling me why you're not going to do that. It's going to be magic. Yeah. We'll see about that. We'll see. No, I think this is a very good idea. I'm very proud of you. I think this is very, very smart and very useful. And I think what you're doing in terms of smaller things for the end of the year is stuff that's leading into millionaire versus stuff that's leading other places. And that's what makes the most sense. Right. Plus, I also want to focus like more on the content side of things anyway. So things like CEO confessions and things like that. So and podcasts. So I don't want to fill my calendar with other shit. Yeah. And I'd rather just do that. The other thing that I don't know how you're going to feel about, I think you're going to like, but maybe be super fucking annoyed at me is I'm not actually sure I want to launch legacy right away. No, I'm not annoyed at all. I actually very much agree with that. Do you want to, you want to give me your reason? So inner circle officially wraps December 1st yep. and I am looking forward to having that space back in my calendar. And I feel like I would rather put that for now into millionaire and accelerator and just, I mean, I would say already, like my focus is definitely in millionaire and like the program's really smooth, but I would rather, I think just like keep putting attention into there and yeah, I feel like I don't feel a big desire to run a third coaching program at the moment. I think that legacy is a great idea. I think a lot of you building it was based on feeling like it's what people wanted versus what it was what you wanted to run right now. Yeah. Does that feel true? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think I do at some point want to have a program for people who are already at seven figures who want to go bigger, but I just think for now I want to focus on my own stuff more completely. So we're still going to, we have the sales page copy where we have the branding, we have all of that. So it's in my back pocket when I want to deploy that and I might change my mind, but as of now, I don't think I'm going to start it in January. And I think if I do it, I'm going to start with a six-month contract instead of 12 months just to make mm-hmm. sure that I really love it. Yep, totally. I think that it's going to be part of your your business, and I think you're eventually going to crave that. But I think right now what you're wanting is the spaciousness and is the content time. And I think you always traditionally want a lot more downtime over the holidays and in January. And so I think just like knowing that you can give yourself that is really helpful instead of feeling like, yeah, you know, you have to just to like – kind of like grasp the other people that are like wanting that to happen then. Yeah. So I feel good with that decision. And yes. Do you want more updates? Do you like my like punchy to-do list chimichanga vibes? Hit me. Yeah. Keep it going. That chimichanga gave you some some real energy. It really did. Well, today I was pretty grumpy because I didn't think my lunch was going to come in time. So I was feeling hella pissed, but then the heavens parted and it arrived before this call. So I feel good. Everything always works out perfectly, doesn't it? Yeah, always. The next piece I need to figure out is quiz fucking funnel. (laughs) So I I had a meeting with my ads manager and my OBM last week, and we were discussing ad strategy for the rest of the year and ad spend and things like that. And what are we doing? And my ads manager has been like bugging the shit out of me to get my quiz funnel like back online for a long time now. And for me, the hang up to that was, I don't know how I want the accelerator to look. So I'm not going to sell people into a program that I don't 
know if I'm going to run long term because that's just like a waste of money and waste of resources to make people write all those emails and things like that. So they feel very strongly that it's better to have a six month program at like the 6,000 price point than to do a 12 month because apparently six months is selling better than 12. And I don't like them for that opinion. That sounds so familiar, doesn't it? Which I know is the one that you share as well. So I also don't like you either. Great. Perfect. I mean, listen, here's the thing. You get to do whatever the fuck you want, right? Like you don't have to listen to my opinion. You don't have to listen to their opinion. But at the the same time, if we are the people that you were asking our opinion and yeah. many of us think six months is a good fit, then maybe it is worth a shot. It is worth a shot. I'm willing to test it. Okay. I'm willing to test it. The other thought I had that kind of relates to the Black Friday piece of that is maybe I just sell a separate masterclass pass for the year and people who want to buy that can. And then like the actual coaching still happens in Accelerator and like masterclass pass is like literally just that. Like there's no Facebook group in between. It's just, yeah, you get an invite to everything happening. So I thought that might be like a best of both worlds option. Just as we trial it, eventually maybe I'll switch it to 12 months. Like that kind of like scratches your itch for like a 12 month kind of offer is what you're saying. I mean, yes and no. Like I don't really love working with people for six months only when they're under 10K months, just because I find that a lot of people like just start to get going at six months and then it like drops off and then they're like, oh, let me go find something else. And then you look them up a year later and they're still like not doing anything. And I feel like they just needed a little bit more time. And all of my most successful clients have been with me in that program for at least a year. Mm -hmm. So yeah. Plus I also just feel like I get to know them really well and it's really fun and I just like the experience, but yeah, everyone's being super annoying. (laughs) Thanks. I think what we can do is maybe meet in the middle in terms of the marketing. And so what I mean by that is like, so like as an example, my program is six months, right? But I make it very, very, very clear that like most people resign. It takes resigning to get long-term results, all of that kind of stuff. And so I wonder if we can like kind of do both there where it's like, yes, you're making a six-month commitment. And so like we know that we're kind of meeting them where they're at, but we're also making it clear that like, and it's likely you will need more than that and you will want to stay in the program longer and kind of just like make that a really, you know, like foundational part of the messaging. Maybe. It's certainly a thought. It is a thought. So what are you going to do? Are you going to do six months or are you still sitting with it? Um, I think part of like what it comes down to is like, how am I selling it? So if I'm selling it in the quiz funnel, I agree that six months is going to sell better, but I don't sell it in the quiz funnel and I don't really want to rely on the quiz funnel to sell it anyway. So I feel like the people who get it, get it. And the people who don't, don't. But the people who get that, like, the 12-month experience is where it's at are my people. But, yeah. Boo. Why are we building out the quiz funnel, then, if you're not going to sell it in the quiz funnel? Well, I think it's a great lead magnet. So I think we've gotten, like, 20,000 people or whatever who have gone through that. So, yeah. One thought I had when I was feeling spicy and chaotic was, what if (laughs) – Instead of selling coaching programs, each of the funnels sold a course. Mm -hmm. So that was a thought that I had. Because at the moment it goes 
start online business academy accelerator millionaire mastermind but i'm like how many people are actually buying a fucking thirty thousand dollar mastermind off a quiz you know what i mean like they might buy it off a podcast but who buys it off a quiz obviously yes there's like emails on the back end and all but just trying to be as strategic as i can there listen i don't think it's a bad idea to sell courses off the the funnel necessarily but i think that it would be a miss not to have Accelerator as part of that conversation. Does that make sense? Even if it went like yeah. a course to Accelerator or whatever, I still think that that is very much like a part of that client journey that we're trying to walk them through. Like you don't want just a bunch of people that buy one you know, course from you. You want a bunch of people that are moving to Accelerator from there. Yeah. Yeah. It's a thought. Mm-hmm. It's a thought. It's a thought. Do you know why I think six months is better? Why? Because I think that you typically do better with that yourself. I know you're thinking that like you like it when they make a long-term commitment, but I think you don't like to be locked into things for a long time. And I think it would actually serve you much better. So I just want to share a little bit of my thought process behind six months being a great choice for Sabrina for the accelerator, because obviously we're kind of talking back and forth about that. And so I wanted to make sure that that was clear for y'all so that didn't feel confusing, but I really think that giving someone the opportunity to step into a smaller commitment at that level is sometimes really, really useful. I also think that in some programs, and I'm not saying this about Sabrina's, but I am saying this in general, in some programs that it really is hard to maintain momentum for a year without some kind of like restart, re-sign, re-energized moment. I think especially when you're newer in business, it can be really, really hard to maintain that excitement. And I think that sometimes it can make it too easy to jump to the next thing and the next thing instead of kind of like getting bought into the thing you're currently in. So, you know, it has nothing to do with the fact that like Sabrina won't deliver an incredible 12 month experience and has everything to do with what is kind of like the buyer psychology behind the people that we're marketing that to. And so it doesn't mean that six months is always like the right amount of time. It doesn't mean you have to take that advice. I don't even know if Sabs will, but for me, I think six months is a really beautiful sweet spot because I think it's long enough that we can start to really see those results. But I think that it's not too long that we kind of start to lose momentum and excitement in that container. And so I think that that's just a really beautiful spot for the people we're marketing to. But again, what's also important to know here is that she gets to make her own decision and there is no real right or wrong thing here, right? Like I can feel and believe that six months is really ideal and she can still make a different decision and have plenty of success with that. So I just wanted to make a note of that too. Like just because we are the coach or mentor, it does not mean that our clients can't make different decisions or even blow us away with how well their decision worked out, even if it was different than what we had thought. So just really want to give permission there as well. But I only, I've only done one year contract since like 2018. All I do is long-term. For your high level stuff, but for Accelerator, you've changed it a million times because you like to mix it up and change things and you don't like feeling locked in. Well, what I want is something that I'm not going to change in a year's time. Like I want the program version that I'm going to sell three years from now. I totally agree with that. And... I think you don't know what that is still at this moment. And so doing a test run of that would probably be useful. But I've already sold it as a six-month program. I sold it as a six-month program from 20, 
2019 to 2021. So I have two and a half years experience running it. You've also sold it as a 12 month program. Mm -hmm. I only did that once and it was for Black Friday. Mm -hmm. And then you didn't sell it again. I sold resigned packages. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Boom. So you're just wanting to do it because you want all of us to be wrong. No, I'm kidding. So one thing you'll notice about Sabrina in terms of how she processes is that she really loves to argue the opposite point and that really is helpful to her in her processing. So if I was like really doubling down on 12 months, I almost guarantee we would be having this session where she was telling me all the benefit of six months. And it's not because she wants to be like difficult, although I'm sure she loves giving me a hard time sometimes, right? It's because it's really one of the key ways that she processes things. And so I really wanted to highlight that because I think sometimes as a coach, we can take things so personally, like, oh my God, why isn't she listening? Why is she always making the argument for the opposite point? Uh, right. But there's nothing personal about that. Like she loves, trusts, and values my opinion very, very much. And this is one of the best and most useful ways for her brain to process things. It always has been. And so what I really wanted to kind of illustrate here is like to be able to one, remove your ego from coaching and two, to be able to realize what actually serves the person you're coaching best is really important. Like I know it serves her best to play devil's advocate and really process this stuff. And I've seen time and time again, how that helps her get on board one way or another and is really in service of her. And so just being willing to hold this space for that and not make it mean anything about me or my ability or our relationship or anything, right? Has nothing to do with any of that, except that this is a really useful way for her to navigate things. And so think about that with your own clients. Like, is it possible that like they have specific ways that are really useful for them to navigate and your job might be to remove any of the triggers that that could bring up for you and just hold space for them to do that in whatever way serves them best. I think that that is always our opportunity as coaches and it can serve both us and our clients so well. I think that, listen, you can test whatever you want to test, but just know that if it's a test, 12 months is a long time for a test. Well, I did test it for the last 12 months and I digged it. Mm. What? I don't know if you dug it. I think I, I think I dug it pretty good. Mm-hmm. Dug it quite well. Mm-hmm. So much so that you didn't sell it for a year. That's because the sales page said six months and I didn't <laughs> update it. I had someone update it. I have the copy <laughs> updating it to 12 months. Like I tasked out that copy. I have the copy. And yeah. Okay, so fuck it. Do what you want. Why why is it a thing then? Here's what the actual thing is. What I sometimes find challenging is when I don't ever again want someone to join that program who is just starting their business. Because that for me was, I think, the challenging piece is like, I feel like I've been doing this so long that I really don't enjoy working with like super baby business owners. Right. Mm -hmm. So like, I don't want it to be for people at zero. Like if someone's at like 2K months, 3K months, 5K months, fine. You know, because I feel like it's more of like a mindset than a money thing. Because like some people don't treat their business seriously and they think that this is like some little thing I'm going to test out. And then when I'm bored, I'm just going to cancel my payments. And it's like, well, that's not really how contracts work, but okay, go on. 
So I want to speak to a little bit of what Sabrina is talking about in terms of the challenge of working with newer business owners, because I do think that's real. And I think it's worth noting the thing in our industry that's so amazing is that the barriers to entry are really low, right? And the thing that makes our industry really challenging is that the barriers to entry are really low. And so what I mean by that is like, say you want to get into the restaurant business or something, the barriers to entry are so high in terms of the financing and capital and commitment and all of the things that you would have to have to actually start that. The barrier to starting a coaching business is basically zero, right? Like you don't even have to have a website. Like you have to just be willing to like make a post that says I started a coaching business kind of thing, right? And so that's amazing and we're so lucky. Like I constantly marvel at how lucky I am that I was able to start a seven-figure business without a high barrier to entry, right? That's incredible. And what can happen is it brings a lot of people into the market that would not necessarily otherwise become entrepreneurs, right? And so the challenge of working with newer business owners isn't necessarily that new people aren't committed, but it's that a lot of people are going to come into the industry and only a percentage of them are actually gonna stay and stick it out and commit to do the things they would have to do to run the business. And I'm not saying that's because other people can't hack it or whatever. I'm just saying like, I think it's a personality thing. Like some people are gonna try it and love it and wanna stick around. Some people are gonna realize it's not for them and all that's fine. But the challenge of that is that when you have low entry barriers, you're going to have people that are kind of dipping their toe in the water and, you know, seeing how they feel about it. And so I really don't have a solution to that, except to say, let's normalize that, where if that's a population that you choose to work with, just know that it is going to be normal for some people to not stick around because that's what happens when you have an industry with really low entry barriers. But, you know, that doesn't have to make it wrong. So I just wanted to say, like, if that is the population you're working with, like, that's okay and that's totally normal. Or you could decide to not work with them and that's okay too. There, there's no right or wrong here except to say, let's actually call this what it is and normalize that there are different challenges that come with that. And I think that's why I really enjoyed the past year because everyone has been so awesome and so fantastic. And I think never again will I let people just straight to purchase it unless it's a 12 month commitment. Like if it's a six month commitment, I feel like it has to be an application because I feel like in the past I have had the most trouble with people who join for six months, they just straight up purchase it. And then they realize like, oh, I don't actually want to run a business. And I'm like, why are you here? Mm -hmm. You know? So it feels like it's not necessarily about six versus 12. No, I think it's more just like keeping the client right. And what I found is Overall, when it's a longer commitment, that tends to filter out people who are just testing it out. Because I think for a lot of people, six months feels like, yeah, I could do it for six months. I can do anything for six months. So, but then also like if I do an application, then I have to spend a bunch of time like going through all those applications and I'm already like not responding to millionaire mastermind applications. So I don't really know if I need to like fail on two fronts here. Oh, that's new news. Oh yeah. That's been going on for like months now. They have to like really annoy the shit out of me in my DMs. I'm like, sure, you can join. Okay, should we talk about that? Mm. I think of it as like reverse manifesting, you know? No, I don't know. Yep. Just makes them really want it. (laughs) I know that it sounds crazy that we're talking about you spending the next few months selling millionaire when you're not even responding to the applications you currently have. Hence why I've put my focus back onto that. Mm -hmm. Okay, we're going to come back to that. But- Okay. So 
even if you do 12 months, then should you have an application if it's really about the type of person you're going to get in there? Or do you think that 12 months is like the only filter for that? Um, I mean, I am happy to do an application. I think that's fine. I think in the quiz funnel period, it doesn't make sense to go straight to purchase, which is what we've done in the past. It did sell like hotcakes in the funnel. A lot of people buying it at like 5,500 pay in full for six months. Yeah. But I also just felt like they were less engaged. Like I really want to work with people who show up every week. And if you're like on a mindset reset call and I haven't seen you in eight months, like that for me is really frustrating, which I get that I could just release that. But also this is my business and I'd rather not. I'd rather just hold on to that. So sometimes. <laughs> I'm going to keep that one. Okay. So what I'm hearing is six months or 12 months is – like less relevant, although you can do whatever you want. And like, what we really need to do is make you feel good about the people that are joining. And if it's an application to do that, like, I think that's okay. Yeah, I agree with that. We might need a different process for that if you're already ignoring the ones you have. But I think regardless, that's still a useful filter. Yeah. For the accelerator, if we do applications, what I would do is I would have um, probably one of my co-coaches like go through first and say like, yes, no, maybe so. And then I'll make a final call and then we'll just Agreed. kind of have the team action that. But yeah. And I might even do that with Millionaire as well because two of my coaches are in Millionaire. So they know what I'm looking for. Are you going to make them submit headshots? I don't currently, but I feel like they should. <laughs> that was so fun. That was surprisingly useful. But um, yeah, I think that having co-coaches go through it is really helpful. I think it also buys your coaches into the process even more in terms of like, what are we looking for? What values are we looking for? Who are we trying to have in this program? Who do we want to coach? All of that kind of stuff. So I think that actually is like really useful for you anyway. The only thing that's going to be challenging about that is if we sell Accelerator for Black Friday, it's like that's going to slow down the process of selling it a bit more. If like they have to apply and then they can buy instead of just like straight to purchase. So I'll have to figure out what I do there. What would you feel like if we just said like, hey, normally this is going to be application only, but we're waiving it for Black Friday? Or does that immediately give you like... I'm fine with that. If it's 12 months, then I'm immediately fine with that. If it's six months, I'm like, mm, not as fun. Okay, so why don't we do this? Let's make a, a lovely little compromise here. You ready? Mm-hmm. Let's sell it on Black Friday. I know what you're going to say. No application. For 12, 12 months, months. But everywhere else for six months. With application. Yep. yep. Do we have a deal? Yeah, I know you. So normally six months with an application, Black Friday, 12 months, no application. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yes, I can do that. I'll write that down. Shake. Shake. Thank you. I feel good about that. I think that's great. Okay. Cool. Okay, so I want to talk about the application process here a little bit that we talked about because I think that having an application is very, very smart for Sabrina in this season that we're finding her in, right? But the reason I wanted to speak to it a little bit is because I think that what can happen is that someone will listen to the podcast and then go, oh, Sabrina has an application, so I obviously need an application. And it's not always like apples to apples like that. Personally, I think some people put an application in way, way, way too early in their business and they create a lot of barriers for people when really what they want is to have way more sales and connections and conversations. At this stage in Sabrina's business, What we really need to work on is protecting her time and making sure that she's not having a ton of these connections and conversations and less 
you know, that person is pretty serious about getting in her program because her time is really going to serving in those programs and obviously to her, her content. But the reason I want to highlight that is because I think there are just different seasons and times where an application process really is useful. And there are other times where it actually really keeps you um, away from the thing you want because it's preventing you from really diving in, getting to know your audience, having those conversations, having connection points, building relationships, all of that. So really just pay attention to like, what season are you in, in your business? Are you in a season where you need a lot more leads? Great. Speak to people as much as you can, and maybe don't make a barrier there. Are you in a season where you actually have plenty of leads and you're needing to figure out how to make sure just the right ones are in your program? Great. An application process might be the exact right fit, but just know there are different times and different seasons for different things. And so make sure in making that decision, you're taking that into consideration for yourself. All right, so tell me, well, two things we need to talk about. We need to talk about a masterclass pass, but you also need to tell me what the hell is happening with millionaire applications. So I think I just need to like automate the process a little bit better. So like right now what happens is I get a Slack notification that I have a new application, but like my brain is not remembering to like go back and follow up with it. So I'm just going to set up an automation that when an application comes in, it just gets added as like an Asana task. Or what I'm going to do is have the team do the first initial read. And then, because you can immediately kind of yes, no people based on a couple of criteria. So there's a minimum income requirement. They have to say like they're ready to invest. So that weeds people out pretty quickly. So I'll, I think have them do the initial glance. And then from there, I can just take it over and DM them on Instagram. I love that. Easy. I don't think there's any reason for you to have to be the first review of the application. No. I think in some ways that's why we have the application to be a filter before it even gets to you. So let's just have that be a part of it anyway. Yeah. So I'll set that up this week. I'll put that in my notes. Look at you. See, I listen to you sometimes. I know. It's amazing. What are we going to do with the ones that are there? Like, do you have a lot that are there that are like untouched? Can those go to team right now? Yeah. So I'm, I've set some time aside to work on them this week. So I'm going to work on that a bit. But yeah, I mean, it can definitely go to team instead. Okay. I would love that. That's happy, happy. So quiz funnel, we will stick with the current structure, Academy Accelerator Millionaire. Yeah. Well, cool. I think so for now. Let's let's see that. I think we can always add some courses in. I think we need to talk about this masterclass pass, but I think like those really are the yeah. things that we want to get people warmed up to. I might add in sold out sales. Yeah. Like maybe Academy because accelerator is now two of the results pitch the accelerator. And one of them is like, you need sales training, like you suck at sales. So that I think could sell sold out sales and they could always buy accelerator after. I like that. I think absolutely. I think it doesn't hurt to add in more layers to this. I think ultimately, are we pushing to that? Yes. I think, is it okay to have a couple layers mm -hmm. before that? Absolutely. I would definitely say yeah. that that's a good start. Okay, cool. And then do you want to talk Black Friday sales plan slash masterclass pass? Yes. I have my Black Friday sales page from last year if you want me to pull that up. Yes. And the copywriter who wrote it last year was British. And like, I don't even think I read it last year, but now reading back over this page, <laughs> I'm like, wow, this sounds really British. So <laughs> I have to change that. Or keep it. <laughs> but the design is bombed up. Maybe that's why it's sold. <laughs> yep. Okay. So I will share my screen here. 
Can you see my page? Yeah. Okay. So last year we had like three sections. So it's like start if you're just starting, haven't started your business yet, get the holiday business bundle. So we can do that. So basically first thing is like, do we want to do last year? We did three things. We did start grow scale. Start was holiday business bundle. Grow was wealthy woman. Scale was millionaire. I don't think I want to do millionaire this year just because I feel like I don't really know that that is a good fit for Black Friday anyway. Yeah. I also think that if you're otherwise spending a ton of the next couple months promoting millionaire, it doesn't need to be a Black Friday deal anyway. Yeah. So do I still want to have like it be broken up a start growth scale? I don't have to. Like I can really easily change that. But that was kind of how we had it pitched last year. It was like, you go here if you want this. You go there if you want that. You go here if you want this. I think we should definitely break it up in some way, but let's figure out what we want to sell first. And then maybe that's how we break it up or maybe we break it up differently. Okay. So some of the thoughts that I had is like, I think holiday business bundle, we do that every year. This will be the third year. So I think it makes sense to bring it back. Like I think it sells really well and it's also really cheap. Last year it was $97 over Black Friday. And it's like a fuck ton of trainings. Like if I sold that individually, it'd probably be like $500. The actual value is like $1,000, but you know, obviously there's a difference between value versus retail price, but like retail price, I'd probably sell it for like 400, 500 bucks. So I think that's a good one to keep. I think wealthy woman, it makes sense to do the 12 month thing there. And then I think we could also add in like the masterclass pass and like maybe wealthy people get masterclass pass free. Okay. I like that. I'm interested in that. Yep. Because then they don't have to choose. Okay. I like that. Okay. Tell me about what your vision is for the masterclass path, just so I'm like fully on board with that. I will show you, sweet mother of mine. Thank you. So I have put into this calendar in Basecamp literally all the shit that I've ever made, and it's a lot. So... We have sales planning workshop, vision board party, millionaire mindset workshop, manifestation challenge, making millions masterclass, six figure roadmap, sold out secrets, launched hell all content planning workshop, how to make 10K by New Year's Eve, rich, witch, iconic, irresistible, high ticket sales. Are you really going to read all of these out tonight to me? I really am. Okay. People can't see my screen on the podcast. Okay. Like a boss, become a mastermind millionaire, rich girl spring, CEO summer camp, Black Friday boot camp, holiday business bundle, how to have a six figure launch, six figures made simple, 10K May, six figure September, abundant AF, launch baby launch, sold out sales, start online business academy, wealthy one accelerator, millionaire legacy. Okay, so I'm laughing at Sabrina reading off this <laughs> this list to, to y'all of all the things that she has created. But what I wanted to share about is what this means for you and specifically what it means if that really intimidates you. So Sabrina has been in business for six years at this point. And so all of the things she listed were created over six years. And it's so important to say that because I think what happens is we'll have a new business owner come in that's been in business for like six months and they hear someone read a list off like that. And then they think they should spend all their time in their business just making a bunch of offers and a bunch of things like that. And it's really easy to get totally overwhelmed and completely burnt out making all of these things 
without the time to actually go sell them or make money because you feel like you have to have a million offers. So I just wanted to say like, yes, this is the beauty of being in business six years is you just have an absolute crap ton of stuff that you can pull from and use and should be reusing and repurposing. Like that's the beauty of what, what Sabrina has created here. So if you're at that stage in business, are you keeping a list like this? And are you making sure that you're reusing what you have instead of always, always having to make something new? Or if you're at the beginning, can you know that it will take years to build up that much collateral in your business, but your goal is to stay really focused on a handful of things that make you great money so that you can stay in business long enough to build those things up. That's really the ticket, right? So please see that at a different angle, depending on what stage in business you're at and what that could mean for you. So there's a bunch of shit here that mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, tend to do on like a rotation. Like it tends to happen the same time every year. So the thought was put it on a calendar and then people in accelerator get access to that as like the teach with me, like a live teach each month, as well as like mindset calls and like coaching calls and like content planning, sales planning, all that stuff. So the thought would be that there's, let's say like 12 masterclasses or 10 masterclasses guaranteed that they get access to. And the, the intention being that they would upsell into millionaire or accelerator because they're coming to these, that they want the coaching and additional support. Yes. So I wouldn't have it have a Facebook group. So that's the only thing. So the original vision is like the masterclass pass would essentially be layered onto accelerator. So it's not like there would have been a choice. It's like, if you want all the masterclasses plus the coaching, you get it in the accelerator. Mm-hmm. But since we're not doing that because it's a six-month program, then I figured, or maybe we do have it anyway as a six-month program, and that's part of the incentive to keep re-signing is you want to get the next month's thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, totally. Then in that case, I'm not sure we should have a separate masterclass pass for Black Friday because I don't want people to pick the masterclass pass just because it's cheaper. Although maybe right. I shouldn't really give a shit about that. I don't know. Also, what if I just sold the masterclass pass? Then I was like, you know what? That's it. I'm just going to sell a masterclass pass and that's all I'm ever going to do ever again. The end by. Uh, no. Yay. Um, because Boring. as evidenced by this list, there is no chance that that's all you will ever do. Hashtag hater. But <laughs> I would say this is my thought and then we'll, you'll tell me what you don't like about it. I would say do the masterclass pass and for Black mm-hmm. Friday, if they purchase, they get that for free. As part of it, obviously, right? Mm-hmm. Because it's like part of the program. So they're not picking between the two. Yes, they could choose to do the masterclass pass for less, but ideally, every masterclass, you're talking about why they should be in a higher level program. True. And so, even if you're catching someone that decides they want the like quote unquote cheaper thing, ideally, it's just getting them in your orbit every month so that they eventually take you up on another program. Yeah. Which that's what I think is maybe I should start a membership site. No. Hard no. We're a no to that. Okay. But what I think is really helpful for you and what you've been missing the last couple of years, I think, and you've really like done better about like leaning into, I think, in the last few months is having some of these lower touch points that people can like have an experience with you first. And so I don't think there's anything yeah. that would be 
a downside about that for you? Yeah, I think the only thing I'm just going to be curious about is like, what if the master class pass goes bananas and we sell like a hundred of them at that point? Like, do I actually want to run accelerator or do I just want to beef up the master class pass? And that's what it is. You for sure want to run accelerator. You for sure want me to run accelerator. Yeah, because that's such a smart business model for you to have people come in, want more coaching from you get it, got amazing results from that coaching and continue to be like lifetime customers as opposed to just buying a masterclass pass. That's true. So one little thing I wanted to note here, um, when Sabrina was kind of saying like, what if I just did the masterclasses and not the accelerator? She's obviously mostly kidding, but it felt important to speak to the idea of creating lifetime customers versus one and done offers. So something I work on with all my clients is how are we like holistically making it so that you're not just acquiring a customer once for a very small offer and then they're leaving you, but so you're having them maybe come in at a smaller offer, but they're doing multiple things with you over time. That is the difference between like having to spend an ass load of money on ads because you're kind of churning and burning through an audience or really getting to cultivate a community that is a true fan that buys from you over and over again because they really, really have an amazing experience and then you've built an offer suite that supports that. So I really wanna challenge you to think about that in your own business this week is like, do your customers have the ability to buy from you multiple times, to stay with you, to progress through your offers? Because when they do, it is amazing how scalable that is. I think that most people in the online space think the way people are scaling is just getting more and more and more clients and audience members. And like, of course our clients and audience list grows, but the way most people are really successfully scaling in our space without just totally burning out or burning a ton of money is by having repeat customers that, you know, they acquire them once and then they want to buy multiple courses, multiple offers from you because they have such a great experience. That is the, you know, most long-term sustainable business model I know. And it's really important to make sure your offers support that. All right. All right. All right. I will listen to you. Are you sure? Yeah. Okay, great. I mean, if, if you're wrong, I can always just like hate you and send, you know, gorilla poop to your house. So it all evens out in the end. It does. It works out. You win either way. You know what I mean? Yeah. Hashtag blessed. Okay, great. Do you know what I always think about is like when we picked Bennett's name, I didn't know it meant blast and you're the one that told me that. Oh, yeah. Hashtag blast. Okay. I'm excited to see the little guy. I know. He's so excited. Okay. So Black Friday, we'll do holiday business bundle, masterclass pass, and then wealthy. Mm-hmm. Okay. So holiday business bundle should I do 97 again or 197? Sorry, just for anyone listening, Wealthy Woman Accelerator is the full name. So we we go back and forth between calling it Wealthy or Accelerator. Those are not different things. I just wanted to say that in case that was confusing. Yeah, it's all the same thing. Yep. Yeah. Okay, sorry. What was your question? So figuring out the prices so I can task it to my team. So Wealthy Woman Accelerator, the number that's been living in my head rent-free for like six months now has been 8,500 for the year as like a Black Friday deal which if it's normally 6K for six months, 8,500 for 12 feels pretty bitchin' if I do say so myself, but you tell me. That's 
super bitching. Oh my God. Yeah. I, I would definitely not go lower, but I think that's amazing. Yeah. Last year it was 7,000 for 12 months, which was also try, try bitching. But I think we can do 8,500 this year since we've added in all of the master classes and stuff. Yes. Cool. And I think that you've added in even more support too. Like you, yeah. you didn't have it planned to give as much support as you did at 7,000. Now we added in a lot. Plus on top of the master classes next year, I'm planning on adding in a monthly content planning workshop plus a monthly goal setting slash sales planning workshop. So yeah, we're just going to keep adding more and more. The other yeah. thing I'm thinking is I think I want to host an event and give everyone in the accelerator a free ticket, like an in-person but we'll see. TBD. That's like a conversation yeah. for another day. That is definitely a conversation for another day. <laughs> okay. So then the masterclass pass, 1500 1997 What do we normally price them at? Like 297 They're anywhere from 200 to 400 So typically they're about 250 300 So 3600 if there's 12 months. So I feel like 2000 1500 is a really competitive price. It just depends on like how much I'm including. Like if it's everything ever, ever, then like, sure, I think normally I could sell that for like 4500 But since it's Black Friday, I'm definitely happy to go way lower. I would go like 1997 Okay. Sounds good. And then take a payment plan on that as well. Like 12 times 197 or maybe take a payment plan over six months. I would do six months. Yeah. I might do payment. Yeah. Or six month payment plan. Okay. And then holiday business bundle. Do we want to do that 97 or 197? Alternatively, I could swap out holiday business bundle for something else. Like I could do the other thought I had was like a 2023, like success pack or something. So like a ticket to vision board party, sales planning workshop, plus maybe like abundant AF or something. And that could be a part or like holiday business bundle could also include a ticket. To, I don't know. Should we just do holiday business bundle? Yes, we should just do holiday business bundle by itself. Since masterclass passes 1997, what do we want to price that at? I think 197. I mean, there's a lot. In That's there. what I was thinking too. Yeah, there really is. 97 almost like feels like it doesn't even like make sense. You know what I mean? Like I would literally be confused. Yeah. Okay, cool. That sounds good. Um, and then here's another thought I had that was really chaotic and I think you're going to love it. I typically don't love your chaotic thoughts. I think you're really going to like this one. Black November. It's a different deal a day for 25 days. <laughs> What what makes you think I'm going to like that one? I don't know. I think you would just like me selling. That's true. I do enjoy you selling. Yeah, I'm a no to that. I thought you just told me you were saying no to all these other things so you could focus on millionaire. Maybe I was just tricking you and making sure you were staying focused. <laughs> Keeping me on my toes. Mm. Yeah, yeah, but no. Ooh. Okay, fine. So Black Friday sales plan yeah, it's it's so yeah. fun and chaotic, but also no. <laughs> okay, what else? You feel good? We'll we'll revisit. We'll revisit. <laughs> we'll I feel good. That. Just like we'll come back to you giving everyone a free event ticket. Yeah, and maybe I'll charge them like a hundred bucks. Okay. 
Okay, good. You are all set. Look at you. I know. Chimichanga is really changing something. I'm telling you, can you just have one before every session? Deal. Or like a hot dog, maybe. You do great with a hot dog, too. A bacon cheese dog is life-changing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Got to mix it up. Okay, are you feeling better? Yeah. I know you were feeling kind of like not as in it last session. You feel more in it. I think so. I think we still need to like deploy some of these things like CEO confessions and things like that. But I think overall, everything is really going super well. And I think I'll feel even more in it next time we meet. So I think we're almost there. Yay. I'm so proud of you. You're just like really, really going at it. Yeah, don't want to sound like a hashtag lame on the podcast. So social pressure will do that to you. Right? I, that's what I was wondering. I'm like, it's either that you're like definitely getting on the baby train or it's the podcast. And either way, I'm very into it. Yeah, it's worked out well. So good. Very good. Well, I will see you very soon. Yeah, in like two days. You get on a plane tomorrow? Yeah, I fly tomorrow. Okay, good. All right, love you. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to Literally. I am forever grateful to you for being part of our journey and spending your time with us each week. I would love to hear your thoughts on the podcast, so please leave us a review. Each month, I'll be picking a reviewer to give my MSC bundle to as a thank you for listening. This bundle combines trainings and workbooks that walk you through a condensed version of the work I do with my one-on-one clients through my mindset strategy and execution framework. And remember, sharing is caring. If you know someone who'd benefit from this podcast on their own entrepreneurial journey, please share it with them. What I know we need more of in this world is women living lit up lives and running businesses they love and are beautifully compensated for. And if you want more tips and strategies for growing and scaling your own business but are short on time, then you are going to want to opt into my private podcast feed, Back Pocket Business Mentor. You'll get immediate access to a private podcast feed full of tons of three minute episodes where I talk about everything from how to pick a strategy and business model that works for you to how to show up online as an expert and increase your conversions. Just go to a lituplife.com forward slash back pocket to dive in.